Hello and welcome back to the NRL Fantasy Podcast presented by Yui. My name's Chris Kennedy. I'm joined in the studio as always by Steve Turner and Don Brock on what is a very slow news day here at the <laughs> NRL.com offices. Boys, let's, let's uh, talk some fantasy. How about it? Yeah, it was. Um, I got a win last week, but didn't score the 900s like I did the week before. Only about 760, so mm, Fatal Mariner hurt me. Yep. Um, yeah, not uh, Angus Crichton didn't live up to his hype like I thought he may have. Happy Coruscant, Sinbind, mm. and was a part of that melee in in Melbourne. Yep. But yeah, I still got a victory. Yep. Can't score big every week. No, you can't. You can't. I think CK and I did this week, but you know, that was our turn. Went all right. Yeah, Went all right. 960 odd, I think. A few players back. Cameron Smith back, so. Yeah, hopefully another one. Captain Cook went all right. Joy Arrow, Fafita still scoring points. Tavita Pangai, who we'll talk about a bit later, doing good things. Let's get cracking on some teams, shall we? Um, well, the Broncos. talk of the town, the Broncos. <laughs> the Broncos. Any oh, Broncos boy. news this week? Um, I assume Wayne Bennett will still be coaching when this game kicks <laughs> off on Thursday night. Um, Broncos, they get Jordan Kahu back. A uh, bit of a reshuffle. Corbin Sims off, obviously out after getting his jaw broken. Tavita Pangai, who I just mentioned, uh, doing wonderful things for my team at the moment. Enjoyed that 80 minutes or 80 minutes minus a couple of seconds playing on the edge before he got sin-binned at the end and cost himself a 70-plus score. Yeah, he's uh, really firing, isn't he, in that um, big-minute role in the, in the second row. Um, Josh Maguire's in the reserves this week, so he's on the way back soon. I don't know if that's going to affect Pangai. It looked like it was going to when he was playing lock, but now that he's second yeah. row, he well, might I be. I think he's better in, on the edge. We actually spoke yeah. about it last week. Yeah. I actually thought, oh, didn't think he'd, how he would go, but he was super impressive. Pretty dangerous, yeah. I think they've got one of the best back rows in the competition. Him, like Pangai Jr., Jaden Sewer, and Obviously, often in Gowie and you throw in there, yeah. Josh McGuire. They're super young as well. They're going to be good for years mm. and years. Well, that's with Gillett and Glenn both missing. A couple of internationals yep. on the sidelines. Yep. Whoever's coaching them in a few years will be loving it. So um, what do we think is, I mean, Pangai, if you don't already have him, there's probably just a few question marks in terms of players coming back that you wouldn't necessarily buy him at the moment. Yeah, I, I don't think. If you buy him, it has to be as a keeper. Yeah, and particularly through this origin period. Now. Yeah, but... He's not going to make a ton of cash from here, like he's made no. a lot already, but um, he's priced fairly high now, so yeah. I don't know. It's safer to look at the real established guns, you know, Fafita, Tapao, Tom Lolo, those kind of guys, although they cost a lot more. Um, yeah, I think you're just laughing if you've still got him, which I don't, unfortunately. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I can say I do. Yeah. <laughs> um, Katoni Staggs, very impressive on debut, yeah. but obviously back to the bench this week, so I'm prepared to c- declare him a no-go zone in the cash cow stakes. Yeah, I think I agree. Good score, good price, but... Yeah. He scored good, obviously. It was unfortunate with Opacek going down in what, the first couple yeah. of minutes of that game. Otherwise, yeah. he would have only played... 10 or 15. Yeah, exactly. So he's certainly not a cash player. But Jermaine Asako, how good... He's been good this year for the Bronx. Yeah, he's got Six tries, 36 goals. Yeah, that Pre- were pretty handy try as well. That yes. <laughs> it's one for the highlight. He's a decent reels. goal kicker too. Yeah. yeah. He just Will he remain goal kicker now? Do you think? Big with question. Kahuvin? I don't know. There's not really any reason to take it off him. I don't think. But we'll see I mean, he going. wouldn't have been first choice at the start of the season. No. As you say, he's, he's kicking well at the moment. Yeah, for sure. Well, let's have a look at the Eels, and the big news there is the uh, the switcheroo between Clint Gutherson and Corey Norman. Still trying to work out if I like this or not. Um, <laughs> I'm a fan of Clint Gutherson as a five eight next to a. Um, a genuine number seven, but it's. I think Corey Norman's a bit of the odd man out here. He's said plenty of times he doesn't really want to play fullback. He thinks he's a half. Um, Rumours he could be a little bit on the outer at the club. Um, he is actually quite a good fullback, but um, 
I don't know. But yeah, he's That's a where it all started for him, didn't it, Corey? Yeah, true. Yeah. I, I, I can't get a read on... I, I, in some ways, you feel for Brad Arthur because he put so much into yeah. last season and uh, put so much into his trade. Just, they're just not getting results. They've got like, Bo Scott now gone with an ACL injury. Mm. They've um, already lost yeah, two manners out. the season. Um, Kenny Edwards has left the club, so their, their back row stocks have taken a, a bit of a hit. Like you said, you know, Manor's still out, so they're um, starting to get a bit skinny in the... the and obviously Haynes still out, and he's just trying to tinker with his guns there with Gutherson, Norman, and Mitch Moses, and yeah, it's just... Yeah, and it's this hard. hasn't been a year for the Eels. Yeah, it really hasn't. And it's hard to know how long the Gutherson-Norman switch will yeah. stick around for. I mean... Norman and Mitch Moses worked so well together the second half of last season when Moses arrived and Gutherson was obviously great. Will Smith played fullback last back season. end of last year. Well, Smith's good, yeah. So, And Norman these days, you really see him as a, as a half, so yeah. who knows how long it will last. If it does last, I think it's good for Gutherson's fantasy scoring. Yeah. He's getting more involved, a bit more defence. He can score in the mid-40s, which is yeah. handy. He's dual position, plays next round, but... Well, yeah, I wasn't eyeing him off until I lost Coruscant and Brock Lamb, which are both my only two halves yeah. last week, which is a massive headache. Um, I've got to sell, so I'm contemplating holding both of those guys and selling um, Mitch Rain for Clint Gutherson. Not so much because I think he's going to average 55 or sure. whatever, but just he's about two, almost 200 grand cheaper than he started. I know he doesn't have goals this year, so his his ceiling's probably not quite yep. as high. But um, if if the Eels can spark into some form, you know, he's coming off. He's got, I think, tries the last two weeks, a couple of 30s, yep. almost 40 last week. So um, I guess mean, there's upside. He should probably get your 40 points a game, you'd think, even, especially if he starts. If he stays at 5-8 front line year, tackles. He covers two positions, handy, yep. you know, backup 18th man long, long term if he's not in your starting team. Yeah, not a bad option. Any other talking points at Para? Not really. No, there's not. Avoid, I think. Avoid the Eels. Cracking on uh, Raiders up against the Sea Eagles on Friday afternoon at GIS Stadium. Um, Raiders, another close loss last week. Unfortunate for them. They're missing Joe Tarpany this week due to a shoulder charge. Slight reshuffle in the pack. Dunamis Louie starts. Um, probably not a lot doing there, fantasy-wise, either. No, Nick Kotrick had a good game. He's... In the running for a Blues call-up, potentially. Yep. Um, we'll find out on Monday. Uh, Havili scored, I think, in the 30s, so he may have just about peaked. You know, he's capable of getting mm. another 50 this week, which would give his price another kick-along, but otherwise he's one of those guys to, um, to sell in the next few weeks. That might be me bringing C. Smith. Yeah, nice. Mm. If you can go straight from Havili to Smith, that's, uh, that's some solid work. I like okay. that, is it? Jared, Jared Croker's 33 points for me on the weekend. Yeah. It's not probably going as well as almost any yeah, other centre. Yeah, thirty six. He's averaging this year. So the Raiders. When you look at the Raiders this year, there's probably three or four games where they should have won. Yeah, <laughs> and eventually Josh Hodgson will come back yeah. and they'll start firing a bit more in attack, and those guys can start hopefully scoring know, more points. Scoring more points. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Seagulls, they've lost Dylan Walker with a fractured eye socket after that fracas down in Melbourne that saw Curtis Scott suspended. They've also lost Appy Corusau for his haymaker in that uh, same brawl, which really poor timing for myself and probably a few <laughs> other <laughs> fantasy coaches. Um, very frustrating. Uh, Trent Hodkinson moves into the starting side. He hasn't scored well at all in his chances at Cronulla this year, but if he takes over goals at 
Manly potentially some upside there. Um, Marty Tapaz and Daly Cherry Evans probably the two big fantasy guns. Yeah. So Cherry Evans, there's a bit of fear that he scores might take a bit of a dip with Hodgkinson yeah. there, taking on um, taking on the goal kicking, taking on maybe some kick meters uh, week to week. Um, yeah, I don't think it's a big worry if you've got Cherry Evans already, but if you're considering half to buy this week, you know, it might be worth waiting and seeing mm. how. Those two go uh, together this round. Um, Tapao is going to be very popular again. Uh, mainly playing the buy next week as well. So for overall points coaches, he's going to be a big buy. Although he's pretty expensive, what eight seventy-seven k. So yeah, if you've yeah. got the cash. RP, do you think hold him? Hold up. Well, I mean, he's been it's so up week. and down anyway. Yeah. It's not like he's halfway through a because massive Because I think he scored surgery. twenty-three points yeah, in his last had, week. Or? His last month, he's had three bad scores and one great yeah. score. Mm. So. Um, I don't know. I mean, for people who are in the position that I'm in where you've got to get two new halves in, if you look at Daly Cherry Evans potentially losing the goals and dropping yeah. a few points, there's actually not too many other good options. You know, Sean Johnson's still out. Ryan Madison and Nathan Cleary both have astronomical break-evens. They'll be way cheaper in a couple of yeah. weeks. Um, there's not really another halves scoring that well. I've, maybe Maloney's almost the next best one, but he's not a bite. But either. No, yeah, exactly. He's going to start going backwards. Yeah, I think he kind of... It's probably one of those weeks to... Scrape by with the cheaper halves if you've got any. You know, Jeremy Marshall King, you can play in the halves, or yeah, you know, AJ Brimson's pretty popular this week. We'll talk to, about him shortly, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, it's not a not an easy week to pick up a, no. a keeper half. Is Cogger an option? Uh, well, I mean, if you've got him already, yeah. you can play him, but to get you through, but you couldn't. He's only going to get no. what, three or four games yeah. in before Lamb and then Pierce is back shortly back, after yeah. that. So. Yeah. yeah, tricky times in the half. Six and seven's dilemma. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cowboys up against the Storm, the second Friday game. Cowboys uh, sticking with Michael Morgan at fullback Tamari in the halves. Uh, still no Inari Tuala in the starting side, uh, according to the team sheet, but you think that'll happen sooner rather than later, given their, their struggles with the, uh, the back line. Tamalolo hasn't quite been lighting it up since I splashed the cash and brought him in. <laughs> I'm the same. Yeah, I, like the move, I like the move of Morgan back yep. to fullback. Yeah, it's an interesting one. Um, hasn't Lachlan Coote fallen a long way from Has. keeping Kalen uh, Ponger out of the starting side last year to being dropped 10 weeks into this season? Yeah. Can they um, click this weekend, the Cowboys? I don't know. I mean, they, they really should have yeah. beaten Souths yeah. this week, who everyone's talking up as an informed team. So they're not a mile away. But, um, yeah. What I did like was the decision to take the two when they were eight points behind, got them within a converted try, and then obviously they got the try. JT kicks the sideline goal, and if they hadn't taken the two points, they still would have been yeah. two points behind. That got them into you know territory where they could kick a field goal and, and hit the lead, which is what they did. But unfortunately, that last-second penalty uh, gave it away. So frustrating times for Cowboys fans. They're up against the Storm. Doesn't get any easier because the Storm, the Cavalry, is well and truly back. Cameron Smith returns from a one-week suspension. So does Sam Cassiano and Jesse Bromwich is back um, after a long layoff with injury. So a few guys drop out in uh, Brandon Smith, uh, Christian Welch, Ryan Hoffman, Harry Grant. Curtis Scott also out for a couple of weeks. Yeah, it's probably yeah. a little bit lucky to only yeah. be out for two weeks. Yeah, and um, didn't do his origin chances uh, any good. Uh, probably the opposite of good. Yeah. Um, yeah, Cameron Smith, so Zappy picking him up. Oh, yeah, going to pick him up, averaging, what, 52.8 points? Yeah, pretty good value. They were, they were, origin. That was probably the, one of the worst halves of football I've seen from Melbourne. That that whole game was pretty lousy. Yeah. 
you know, up until it got very interesting all of a sudden. Yeah. And that wasn't really down to the playing. But yeah, Melbourne just, I mean, their ball control in general was yeah. terrible. It wasn't it just about an issue this year, but it was, yeah, it was terrible last week. Yeah, so they've Jesse got Bromwich back. Yeah. Hasn't set the world on fire when he played the opening seven rounds, averaging, mm. what, 36 points is, what, 561k. Yeah. Certainly. It's, mm, it's funny. Like, years gone by, he was arguably the best front row in the game. Yeah. Mm. It's funny, at the start of the season, you'd look at this as a grand final rematch, Friday night, you know, huge blockbuster, and we've got two teams really kind of struggling for yeah. <laughs> form, and, you know, big guns aren't firing. It's a, it's a funny situation. You've got Smith retired from rep footy, now the yeah. future of Craig Bellamy up in the air. Yeah, very weird time for, for Melbourne in general, isn't it? It's all happening. We'll have a look at the, uh, the next games, 3pm Saturday, Central Coast Stadium. The Roosters up against the uh, the Titans. Roosters unchanged. Um, Latrell Mitchell not doing what I hoped he'd do when I brought him in a couple of weeks ago. James Tedesco is going pretty solid. Uh, Ryan Madison, I mentioned before, uh, he's on a sharp downward curve price-wise, but might be an appealing buy in a couple of weeks. Yeah, I think next week for people playing for overall, Ryan Madison's, I don't know, maybe a must-have. He's... Uh, the Roosters in action next week. We're assuming that... They take on the Tigers next week, don't they? The yeah, yeah. So... Um, we're assuming at least one of Tedesco and Mitchell will probably be playing for New South Wales. Although, I don't know, there's whispers that Tedesco could miss out and Trebojevic mm. gets the run. Who knows, really, with Bradford. Both could miss out. Team. Yeah. Um, so it's a wait and see. Uh, yeah, Mitchell's really been... Well, then he had, what, five runs last week, 47 metres. Yeah. He got 60. Four errors, three missed tackles. Mm. Yeah. And he obviously had a hand in... A couple of their opening tries. He had a few well, breaks and set up a yeah. try, yeah. So it's not like he's attacking. 23 himself. points. If I watched that game without the stats open, I would have said Latrell Mitchell scored 50 in yeah. fantasy. Like, he really was doing some stuff in that first half. But, like you said, a few demerits and, um, you know, not getting any you know, rampaging tries himself. Uh, heard his scoring ended up in the, the 20s, unfortunately. But he, he really threatened to, to bust out a big score and just didn't quite manage it. Yeah. I mean, it's not a, a panic situation if you've got him, I think. Just no, you gotta cross your fingers, hope that every, you know, he balances out every 20 with a 60 and works out yeah. all right. It was his worst score of the year, wasn't it? 23? Yeah. After getting his previous worst score of the year the week that I brought him in. You've cursed him, I think. Sorry, everyone. CK, <laughs> sorry. It's my bad. <laughs> Uh, the Titans, they get uh, Proctor back from a groin strain. A few little reshuffles in the forward pack. AJ Brimson's probably the main talking point after his 45 last week, although whether he can back that up against the Roosters is another question. Yeah, what do we think? Are we considering AJ Brimson? He's well, I'd almost have to buy him because I've got no yeah, halves. I'm the same. <laughs> I need to buy My halves are Appy and Brock Lamb, but... Same. Yeah, okay. I need to get Smith in, so if I sell Rain and bring Smith in, i hold on to either. I could hold Appy, sell Brock to bring in Brimson. Yeah. Right. I mean, there's a lot to like. He's dual position, he's cheap, he yes. is coming off for 45, scored the match-winning try, I think, last week. Yes. Yep. Um, he does no kicking. No, so his base stats aren't good. You know, 20 points a game probably, unless he does yep. get a big attacking play, like that kind of try. So that will get him price boost, but not huge ones, not fast ones. He won't yep. be like a, certainly not like a kick hour or anything in terms of making cash, but he fills a... Feels a slot and will make some money. Well, it's just the yeah. it's just the rebound factor for for the Roosters after losing last week. There's yeah. obviously Orange around the corner, you know, for a few of their players. Um, yeah, obviously Cronk's not playing, but a Titans road trip. Mm. 
Yeah. Now they got away with it last week against the Knights, but yeah, it could be a tough. Exactly. It could be a tough afternoon. But we've said this a number of times about the Roosters, where we think yeah. it could be a tough afternoon when the Roosters played Manly. Yeah. What about a month ago? We thought it could have been carnage for Manly, but Manly yeah. took it to the Seagulls. Yeah, still. Are you predicting a Titans upset here? Well, no. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, the point no, of the story no. is uh, Brimson has some appeal yes. here where these, the standard goes There's up no this guarantees. week. Yes. Um, the next game is the Warriors up against the Rabbitohs. Uh, Warriors get two of us to check back after uh, absent for the birth of his child last week, which pushes Peter Hiku back to the centres. Um, not much else doing in terms of changes. Torhu Harris is doing some really good stuff and uh, definitely putting out keeper level scores at the moment, which uh, I'm happy about. Yeah, and he's pretty good value. He's dropped in price a little bit in the last uh, month after his concussion, I think, about a month ago. So, yeah, he's a good pickup. Uh, Simon Mannering's, I think, named to start again this week. We'd, yep. Yeah, he's been coming off the bench basically since he's come back. If he does, you know, eventually go back to playing 80 minutes, then he's going to be. You know, really good value, isn't he? He's, he's dropped like 200k or something on his mm. starting price, so one to watch there. Um, Sean so Johnson is a concern, don't you think? Yeah, so he did say last early last week that he was expected back after the buy, the buy next week, so um, I think they're just playing it safe with him at the moment. He's hardly but played this year, hasn't he? He's been yeah. I mean, when he has played, he's, yeah, he's been fantastic. He's been great. So Peter Hicku, I've still got him, he's just... He got another... 52. <laughs> Fullback <laughs> scored a nice try down the short side there. He's, well, he's about he's 484 now. He's worth pretty. He's done all right. Doing the job. He has. He's doing. He is doing a job for me. They're up against the uh, the bunnies who will be out for revenge after going down to the Warriors in round one out there at Perth. Um, Gi named at fullback. Do we think that's going to happen, or potentially do we think Dewey into the halves and Cody Walker to fullback? Um, no, I think you'll keep Gi at fullback. Yep, I think. He's been looking all right. He's been making a few breaks. Yeah, he looked good there last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. They've got... Um, uh, Alex Johnson out. <laughs> Alex Johnson out. They've got Sam Burgess named after uh, going off with a glute strain, scoring only 30 last week. Um, Cam Murray, his price... Uh, sorry, his score was probably a little bit elevated yeah. due to the, uh, the Burgess injury, which I was happy about last week, but uh, I don't know if we'll be backing up this week. Yeah, uh, it looks like he's, you know, assuming Sam Burgess uh, plays, Murray's going to be stuck on the bench for a while. For overall points, you know, the Rabbitohs play next week, so you may as well hold him for another couple of weeks, but otherwise he's probably one of those guys to upgrade. Angus Crichton, I pulled him in last week. Yeah, yeah. did nothing. Mm, did nothing, but <laughs> as you say, the next month or so he'll be good with... Yeah. Obviously, next week there'll be. I don't, I don't expect him. To, oh, I don't expect him to get picked for Origin. Yeah, I think he's going to just miss out. Yeah, he'd have to have a monster this week, and then yep. even then, you, you're talking about leaving out. You know, potentially Wade Graham, who's injured, and Tarek Sims, who's in great form, and all these other guys that are in contention. So, a lot of competition for those spots. Um, Quick reminder before we get any further into the teams that the NRL Fantasy is sponsored by Yui. Yui customers have saved over $1 million with Yui Rewards and offers like $30 off Ticketek vouchers. Visit yui.com.au slash rewards for more information. Now, the match of the round, surely the Panthers up against the Dragons. Top of the table clash out there at Panthers Stadium on Saturday night. Can't wait for this one. Um, Penrith, they have no changes. Um, looked pretty good last week in uh, in Cleary's first game back. Um, unfortunately, Kikau still on the bench for those who have him. A few other forwards going pretty well in the likes of uh, Fisher Harris. Well, yeah. Kikau had what 52 minutes last week. He still scored. 
mid forties, I yeah, think it was he well. scored last week. So it doesn't make a massive difference really, does it, if he's starting or on the bench? He's so good. big. I just yeah. <laughs> it's like he monstered the edge back rowers and the halves of the Tigers last weekend. Yeah, so as we said last week, you know, it's basically the same, isn't it? He's not an urgent sell. Um, probably not a keeper long term, but yeah. who knows? I mean, if you grabbed a try last week, he would have scored 60 and we'd all be saying, you know, keep yeah. him for as long as possible. So, um, yeah, him a bit. Fisher Harris is kind of in a similar boat. Do they play next week, the Panthers? They don't, no. No. No, they're going to buy. So, um, again, for especially for overall, if you're looking at. The buys, he might be one to upgrade, um, a bit like, um, uh, what's his name, Cam Murray at, at South, now he's yeah. back to the bench. I saw a kick out for Crichton last week and they got basically the same score. <laughs> Crichton was coming off 94 and played yeah. in the 80s, so who knows, I guess. Well, Jimmy um, Maloney, who did speak to him yesterday, he did say he's happy to hand back the goal-kicking duties to Nathan when yeah. when he wants to do it, so, yeah, okay. so don't expect Jimmy to be the goal kicker long term. There's no rush though, is there? No, they're both sharpshooters. Yeah, Two of the best in the, the competition, both at the same club. It's a fantastic luxury to have. Dragons are unchanged, which is, um, speaking of luxuries, it's an option mm. they've had almost every week this year. Jack DeBellin was great last week, bouncing back from a hit pointer injury the week before, but um, as we've said a few times in this podcast, the points are getting shared around a bit too much in that forward pack to really want any of those former fantasy guns like James Graham or Paul Vaughan or DeBellin or any yep. of those guys. Um, Same as always, just skill. Yeah. And a lot of them will be picked for Origin or a yeah. few of them next week, we'd think. Good week not to buy our own Dragons players despite how good they're going on the field. Um, next game is the Knights up against the Sharks. few talking points here. Brock Lamb, why, why? Why do you have to do it to me? I know. It's the worst possible. So you came to speaking on Monday, and I was like, I didn't realise you got injured because he played the 80 minutes. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. Yeah, CK was like, maybe you got an injury. I was like, yeah. Yeah. didn't even know he had an injury. Yeah, I saw it after full time that he had the uh, broken cheekbone. He's going to miss a month. It's a killer. I bought him as well. I think yes. a lot of us did. He was the obvious cash cow. It made so much week. sense. It did. And it made more sense than Connor Watson, who has brained it again, got another big score. Yeah. He's made heaps of cash. It's probably too late to get him if you're looking at well, him. I mean, he's, he's still got a negative break-even, so his price in the short term is going to go up for at least two more weeks. Yeah. But he's, the price that he's already at, which is, what, mid-500s now? Yeah. In, you know, if he has a couple of quiet scores, he'll have a big break-even. Exactly. To, make, to make decent cash now, he needs to keep scoring 50s, basically, which you know, could happen. Cameron Munster's yeah. done that before in that kind of role. They're running 5-8th role, but... Um, yeah, he really relies on big attacking plays. Uh, the Knights played the Titans last week and went down, and then they've got some tough teams coming up. The Sharks are a good defensive team. I think they've got the Roosters and the Storm in a couple yeah. of weeks as well. So, yeah, no guarantees that Watson can... So you're selling or holding Brock Lamb? Well, I mean, how soon is Mitch Pearce going to come back? It, it might be pretty soon after yeah, Lamb. Like if Lamb comes straight week, back yeah. for Cogger, he's probably only got... What, two one or two weeks, yeah. Until Pierce is back. Yeah, so he's um, he's probably a sell, I reckon. Yeah. I mean, not urgent because his price isn't going to change or anything, but if you're looking to buy someone you have some spare cash, then you know, he's probably one to go. Um, do we think Watson is a bit of a trap? I think he got nine tackle busts the week before. Yeah, I think he's a trap. I think he's a trap. Yeah, I, w- I won't be getting him. No. Nah. I mean, he might keep doing it, but yeah, in a in a team that's probably going to lose most of their upcoming game. You know, they just lost the Titans, who aren't a great team. Um, you don't know how many attacking chances a 5 is going to get. So, um, yeah, I mean, if you got him, 
happy days, he's making heaps of cash, but otherwise... Yeah, he's a trap. He's a trap. He's a trap, I think. <laughs> the Sharks, they get some reinforcements back as well. Luke Lewis and uh, Wade Graham into the back row. Kurt Capewell, who was always a very short-term, very, yeah. very short-term possible cash cow, is out of the 17 altogether. Um, Jack Williams also drops out. Um, Gallen, uh, he's a lot cheaper than he started the season. Going to be an appealing buy in a week or two and his price levels out. Um, Fafita didn't play the 80, which was disappointing, um, but still scored 65. Yeah, played enough. 65 <laughs> in 65 minutes. We've you been take, spoiled with take that. the last few weeks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Outstanding. Paul, Paul Gallen's, you know, super value going off his previous fantasy form, but yep. is he a keeper again this year? What do we think? I think potentially. I yeah. think with, you know... We saw he's sort of ageless Gallen with no origin. We saw what he did last year with no origin. I think mm. shake these uh, little injury niggles off. I think he could easily average over fifty for the the rest of the season. For feeder, can he keep it up? His last five games, he's had twenty offloads, averaged forty tackles, twenty two tackle breaks, and averaged one hundred and fifty five yeah. running meters. I mean, a lot of that is to do with he had to really carry that forward back, which was pretty inexperienced with no. Gallon there, no Luke Lewis, no Wade Graham, and they're all back now. So theoretically, he has less responsibility now, but it doesn't really matter. He can get 100 on any given mm. day. He can just score in so many ways. He makes a lot of tackles. He breaks tackles. He offloads. He can score tries. And he's one of those guys awesome who can form. be on 40 yeah. points with five minutes to go, and he still gets 70 because he just has a couple yeah. of rampaging runs. and. And he's, I mean, he's... How is it too late to get him in your sides? Yeah, I've got him. He costs 930 yeah. now, which is enormous, but... It's probably not the time to buy him, yeah. although with if you're playing for overall, he plays... I think overall you probably have to have him for next week, but for head-to-head... Definitely not. Yeah, he's going to have to have a few quiet games. He could score 45 this week and his price will start dipping in the next few yeah. weeks, so... Um, yeah, head-to-head I'd probably wait. For sure. All right, Tigers up against the Bulldogs, the uh, Josh Reynolds slash Aaron Woods Cup, the, the Marshall <laughs> Brothers Cup. There's so much going on here. Um, Tigers, so many changes, I don't even know if I'm going to read them all out. Mahe Fanua back in the centres is probably the most fantasy-relevant one. Yep. Um, Robbie Rocco's finally been cut after missing, I think, the second most tackles in a competition after James Maloney over the opening 10 or 11 rounds. The back five conundrum again. <laughs> the big change-up, yeah. So change Lola up. here, back... Malachi's out. Yeah. Kevin Naguama to the reserves and, and leaving the club at season's end. Bound yeah. For Super League, yeah. So Corey Thompson to the wing. wing yep. So Seems to score better on the wing, if anything. If yeah. Still got him. But, um, but yeah. Um, and Eisenhuth to the interchange bench. Yeah. 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 Big change up. Uh, yeah. Fanua is the interesting one. He's uh, pretty cheap. He's got a negative break even. Um, He's playing at centre, so there's a chance with next week's uh, dual position updates he could get centre uh, you know, in that if he looks like being the long-term centre for the rest of the season. Well, basically, assuming he starts at centre this weekend, it will happen, right? If you, after yeah. That's almost certainly going to... As long as he keeps turning up to training on time, then you yeah. <laughs> he holds down that, holds down that spot. So, uh, yeah, interesting. Uh, the Bulldogs, they got John Olive as the new name in the centres with Josh Morris out. No Carrot Holland into the starting side, which we thought might mm. happen. Now, for me, does that mean, Zap, your man, Reese Martin, is now the goal kicker? Ooh. Um, but with Mo Zembai still there? Well, yeah. Is Zembai a better kicker than Reese Martin? Embai was 
Embi was shanking them. Yeah, I'm surprised Reese Martin didn't have a kick last week. Very surprised. This could be the week. It could be. How good Perfect is he? Opportunity. Reese Martin's been outstanding. He's been amazing. Sixty points last week. Um, played eighty. But John Oliver, like he's done. He's played. He joined the club from Titans? the Titans. I yep, think yep. it was yep. early in the season. But he's been exceptional for the reserve grade side there, and he's a left side centre, so an obvious mm-hmm. choice. But I think if Dean Pay likes the impact. Kieran Holland provides from the bench, the dummy half yep. running and that. But well, he probably got them the win over power, really, with yeah. those late, late couple of late dummy half scoots. Um, but yeah, I'm surprised Reese Martin didn't have a kick last week. So I mean, this this injury to Jamal's perfect opportunity to get Holland into the starting team yeah. and be the goalkeeper if that's what they wanted to do. But they're obviously happy to stick with it. Am I just being overly optimistic here, or is the I, well, I like for, the for us as <laughs> fantasy coaches? I've got both Moses and. Reese Martin does, um, see, doesn't bother who kicks, but I know CK <laughs> Reese Martin wants him to kick goals. Unless Holland comes <laughs> in that, yeah. I would rather him kick goals. Because you probably get more goals overall. Because yeah, it was unfortunate Moses had a couple of errors last week too, so yeah. Yeah. crucial errors too. The other thing in that team is Marshall King played big minutes and got a decent score, I think. Did he get in the 40s? 40s, yeah. yeah. So that's what we've been hoping for. Now that he's starting at hooker, so... Not me, I sold him. Oh, OK. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of us who still haven't been hoping for, so... Wish I still had him now, I've got no halves left. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, Marshall King's obviously a hold now that he's uh, sort of... I don't know if he's turned the corner or just had a little another kick along in his score, but yep. no reason to rush him out. Um, Fitala Marinu, we're expecting him to actually play? I think so, yeah. There was yeah. talk he was going to miss another week, but then they named him yesterday, so... On Tuesday, so... Uh, fingers crossed if you... Well, they need there. him. Mm. They need him. They need... Something. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. They, I can um, use him as well. I don't really need any more injuries at the moment. <laughs> no, I'm the same. My fantasy side is quite depleted this weekend with injuries, so could be... I'm yeah. burning through the trades. Down to 15 or something already. It's yeah. More than halfway through my trades. Not even... Haven't even had a buy round yet. Yeah. Time what? to start. It's a bit of a conundrum this weekend, I think. Injuries. Yeah. Players so not playing. Mean. Limited minutes. Scrap together a 17 and yeah. regroup after the bye. Why don't we get in some questions and see who else is having conundrums <laughs> this weekend. Um, first one from Kieran Barrett asks, is AJ Brimson the best cash cow to bring in this week? I guess he's probably, unless you go for Nua, who's not as cheap, but is more of a potential keeper in the outside backs. Mahe for Nua. But uh, for, for pure cash cows, then, yeah, Brimson. Yeah, I would say. It's not like... He's an amazing option, like we thought. There's no must no. on it. Yeah. Um, Tom Cashamale? Cashamay? Don't know if I'm let's, saying that let's right. Go with that. He wants to know is Viliami Kikawa sell now he's a bench player? Well, I guess we sort of covered that. Not urgently, no, but not urgently. probably at some point. Yeah. It's probably well, not urgent if you've got halfback dilemmas like <laughs> sure. and us, myself, and exactly. you've got Mitch Rain in your side. You've got. I mean, it's not as if he's getting grotesquely outscored by. Tamalolo and Crichton and all the yeah, guys you've been selling him for anyway, so I don't know, maybe have a look for another week or two and see if he can bring that bench impact. Sean Tolley asks, when will Mahe Fanua get DPP? Well, I think he'll probably get it next week, assuming he plays centre this week. Yeah, so round 12, post round 12 is the next batch of DPP updates, uh, if there are many. Uh, yeah, he looks like being one of them. Callan Kelly, do I have to take the bullet spending the extra cash and get Fafita in this week? Surely he isn't going to play Origin as well. I am prepared to confidently declare that Brad Fittler won't pick Andrew Fafita for Origin knowing he's unavailable for Game 2. Yeah, I I agree. I confidently told someone on Twitter last week that um, 
surely he won't get picked. And then the talk came oh, yeah, after yeah. that. But I would love to see him play, but it'd be a moral stand. You got to if you pick for game one, you got to be valid for the whole series. It, it would just create a massive distraction around yeah. that. It's a first horrible thing. message. Yeah, there's a lot of reasons not to, and there's no real way it works. Like if he has a great game, then it's kind of awkward that everyone knows he's not going to play game two. If he has a shocker, then that's embarrassing. So, yeah. I mean, if he has anything other than a 10 out of 10 game, then you think, I could have picked Paul Vaughan or yeah. Trent Merrin or whoever the, you know, even Aaron Woods, whoever the prop is that doesn't get picked because Fafita's there. Yeah. Fafita doesn't completely win them the game. It's like, oh, I should have just picked that guy. Yeah. And like you say, if he brains it, then you've got to go into game two being like, oh, now we're missing yeah. it. It'd be strange for teammates knowing someone's not going to play with them in game two. I mean, this is all coming from... Three guys, I think, who have Andrew Feeder in their fancy team. So <laughs> yes. maybe it's possible thinking on our part, but yeah. I, I well, don't think, Alan, if you can get the cash, you'd put him in, wouldn't you? If you've got the cash. Yeah, well, like we said, if you're playing head-to-head and you don't need him for the buy round, maybe just have a look and, and see what happens with the other forwards back. Um, if you're playing overall, then he's just a very tempting pick-up ahead of round 13. Um, at UUJQ, whose username I'm not going to try and say, is Connor Watson a trap? Zap? I yes. Think we, I think we know <laughs> I what think you he's think. a trap. It's an adamant yes. I think he's a trap as well. I, don't, I won't be buying him, but the, nah. the negative break-even and all the tackle bust in the last fortnight, I can see the appeal, but I don't know how sustainable it is. Yep, agreed. Um, Travis2036, what fawn guns are bargain price at the moment that can cover a buy round? Well, I mean, everyone who's not playing Origin will cover a buy round, but... Um, well, the <laughs> Paul Gallen <laughs> dropped what? Yeah, so Paul Gallen's... Yeah, exactly. He's probably yeah. the standout who's playing next week. Um, the rest uh, play round 17, so Tohu Harris has dropped... 100k, uh, Mannering, if he starts playing 80, he's dropped 200k. Yep. Uh, Angus Crichton's dropped 100. Yep. If you want to get him for this week or next week. Cutho's dropped nearly 200. Yep. Nathan Cleary and Cameron Ryan Smith's Madison dropped 100. But yeah, so. There's a few. Crichton and Gallen before the first buy, and the other guys I mentioned after round 13. Uh, Andre Ingles is looking to bring in either Josh Dugan or Essan Masters as his second centre along with Latrell Mitchell. He also has Lamb and Coruscant as his halves. Welcome to the club, mm. Andre. Um, with Cogger in the reserves, do I bring in a keeper half to have a full team thinking DCE, scared about Hogco taking his points? Well, I think definitely just play Cogger for a week, bite the bullet there and take his 20-odd points, whatever he's going to get. Yep. Um, what do you think for the second one? Bring in a DCE or a keep level half? There's not too many. Yeah, I think. Well, DCE, I touched on it last week, um, talking about is he a smoky for the Queensland Origin team, but I just, many, yeah, there's yeah. too many other halves in, well, whether they're in good form, but you yeah. almost feel it's, it will be Ben Hunt and Cameron Munster. So. Yeah, I don't think DCE plays no. Origin, whether he's. Points dip a bit with Hodkinson there. I think he's going to lose the goals, so that takes away, mm. what's that, four or five, maybe six points a week, depending on how, how many tries Manly score. So, yeah, he'll take a little bit of a dip, but he's still pretty good. Should score 50 mm. points a game. What do we think about Dugan as the, uh, or Masters as the second centre? I <laughs> bought Dugan the week he broke his foot, so I'm a bit off him at the moment. Yeah. Uh, Dugan's injury history spooks me a bit, so... I'd probably go Masters. Yeah, I would. I would be going Masters. I, I, I was going to mention about Dugan when we spoke about the Sharks last week. He was quite good, but as you say, CK is just. And then you know Shane Flanagan speaks about the yeah, mixing up mixing the, up him and Val and yep. like 
question yeah, marks. Yeah, just question marks. Stay, I'd almost stay clear of the Sharks' back five. Yeah. And I'd be, yeah, like Eastern Masters has been exceptional this year. Inclined to agree. I don't know if this is the second half of Andre's question, but uh, is Moses Suli a good option in the centres if you're willing to take a risk? Big risk for me. Big risk. Yeah, big risk for me. He so got 23, I think, the first two games that he played. He got 48 on the weekend with a try in a pretty wacky game. Yeah, outside backs will do that once in a while. I wouldn't get too carried away with one score. Yeah, avoid for me. Yeah. Inner fantasy nerd wants to trade Mitch Rain to AJ Brimson and Cam Murray to either Arrow or Travojevic. I say do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Do it. Agree. Get, um, Probably get Jai Arrow, Arrow ahead of yep. Travojevic's likely origin commitments. Yep. Um, Nick McCarthy, what would be the best pair of trades? Kick out Havili to Fafita Tohu. Is that what he's saying? I think trade kick out Havili for Andrew Fafita and Tohu Harris. I like that. Or James Fisher Harrison Havili for Martin Tapau and Tohu. They're pretty similar trades yeah. either way. I'd probably go the first one, but. Kick out JFH. Either, you know, they're both Much 45 might, yeah. points players. Uh, Fafita's a bit better than Tapao, I would think, but can't really go wrong with either option. Yeah. Nah. The, um, yeah. <laughs> option A. But just option, <laughs> let's go option A. <laughs> Lock it in. Uh, Robbie asks, do we know f uh, John Olive's fantasy average in the past or past fantasy He's sports? only played, I think, 10 games in the NRL. Yeah. Uh, I think he played five games for the Titans last year, four the year before. Um, I had a quick look. Uh, he averaged in the 20s in two years ago and about 10 points a game last year. So nothing amazing. Um, mm. Yeah, I mean... Doesn't mean he can't improve on no. that. No, of course. At the Bulldogs with their attacking woes for what's going to be six, maybe eight weeks at They're the They're going to buy next week, the Dogs. Yeah, I'd certainly at the least wait and see how he goes. They've got to buy into Dragons on Queen's birthday Monday. Yeah, and and even with um, so he's filling in for Morris, who's injured for six weeks, I think. Yeah, six to eight weeks, and but that includes a buy, and then they've got the standalone the standalone Origin round, so that could be four games. You know, it's not a huge as as long a length of time as yeah. it, as it looks. Mm. Alessandro Tolocker is back asking about John Olive also. Is he a decent cash cow option? I think we've covered that. No, not really, but wait and see. Killian yep. um, Amini asks, sell Isaiah Papali and or Cassiano. I think they're both yes. guys to get out of your team. Connor Watson a trap. Yes. Yes. Kiri too. Yeah, don't buy Kiri. No. Certainly don't buy Kiri. Easy answers. Well, Very easy. We've <laughs> solved the world's problems this, <laughs> this week, unless you have... Coruscant and Broccoli in your halves, which a lot of people seem to do. That brings us to the end of the questions, brings us to the end of the podcast. Heaps going on on NRL.com through the rest of the week. We've got the fantasy preview video going up Wednesday afternoon. Lone Scout Q&A still to come. All the, uh, the late mail heading into the weekend. We've got more podcasts out and about. Um, Joel Gould with Steve Renoff up in Queensland is going live very shortly. Might even be live by the time you're listening to this right now. Then we've got Jamie Soward and Zach Bailey up on Thursday, so plenty of come on NRL.com. Thanks again to our sponsors, Yui. You can catch us on Twitter at SteveTurner84, at Dom underscore Brock, and at CKennedy80. Thanks for joining us, and we will see you again next week.